Hey friend, welcome to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. To my shame and my chagrin, I realized in my haste to jump in to our topic of prayer last week, I completely circumvented one of my personal favorite aspects of the beginning of the model prayer. And we're going to rectify that mistake today. Will you join me in the book of Matthew chapter number 6? Matthew chapter 6, the first of the Gospels. We will take our dive into the Lord's Prayer today, as we often call it. Maybe you can even recite it with me. If you can, I'll ask you to join me in that in just a moment. Now, if you would like to join our Merry Prayer Band. We've already had so many folks, so many kind folks just like you that have become a part of our prayer band, our prayer chain here at Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you'd like to, maybe once a week at most, but if you'd like to hear about some of the goings-ons at Bible Tracks Incorporated, some of the -the behind-the-scenes prayer requests, things that maybe they don't make a normal newsletter Maybe they don't make a prayer letter even, but maybe they're just things that in the moment we could use, as we say, a merry band of folks to just jump in and be prayer warriors on our behalf. I I mention this often, but of all the things that I could ask for at Bible Tracks Incorporated, more people to pray for us would be top, the tippity top of the list. If you'd like to do that, you can text the word prayer, that's P-R-A-Y. E-R, the word prayer to this phone number. I'll give it to you. Just text that word prayer to this phone number. You ready to mark it down? Maybe grab a paper and pen. Maybe you can input input it into your phone right now, but it's the number 309-316-7240. One more time, text the word prayer to this number, 309 309- Three one six seven two four zero. If you'd like to be apprised of different prayer requests going on at Bible Tracks Incorporated, let's find our place in the book of Matthew, chapter number six. As you turn there, let me just remind you, as always, that one of the reasons we need people to pray for our ministry is because we put millions of gospel tracks around the world free of charge through people just like you. And so if you'd like to visit BibleTracksInc.org to order your very own free sample booklet, you can do that today. You can also, if you know what you want, you can just order some gospel tracks today from BibleTracksInc.org. If you missed any of that information, you can gather it at the close of the broadcast. The announcer will come on and tell you all the ways that you can contact us. We're in the book of Matthew, chapter number 6. Find your place in verse number 9. The Bible says this, After this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father. And we're going to stop there for today. That is what I like to look at. I realized in my desire to jump into our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We began there really last week, but I completely glossed over those first two words. After this manner, therefore pray ye, and the Lord of all creation, the Word in human flesh, Jesus Christ said, when you pray, pray like this, and he began with our Father. What a statement. 
What an implication. What a familial, what a familiar way to begin a prayer. There are some, uh, dare I say, religions that require its people, its adherents, to go through other men uh, that they would call, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to nicely phrase this, men that in human language we'd call a father or padre, we, they require them to go through a middleman to get to God. As if some priest is a prerequisite for you to talk to God Almighty. Well, I don't see that in Matthew chapter number 6. I don't see that elsewhere in scripture either. It's a man-made theology. And, but we see here that you and I have the ability to enter the very throne room of grace. And when I say a phrase like that, throne room of grace, we think of this grandioseness, this massive edifice with God on the far end of this throne room, sitting in a throne and just waiting for us to come on bended knee and to crawl across broken glass to get him. But could we shrink that picture in our mind for a second? Think about an earthly father. I don't mean your earthly father. Your earthly father may have not been perfect. Actually, it's very likely if he was like every other earthly father in existence, your father was not perfect. But I'd like your imagination to conjure up the most perfect picture of what a father could be. Remember those old 1950s illustrations that found their way into magazines, hand-drawn back in the day, that showed a, a quiet little family, maybe a suburbanite family or something, the kids running in through an open door and being greeted by their father. Conjure up that picture for a second. Say, well, what, what are we doing this thought exercise for, Brother Mike? Just hang with me for a moment. I want you to think of, yes, God is the king of all eternity. He's wonderful, he's counselor, he's the prince of peace. He is God with all rights and privileges which heretofore pertain. He is the king of kings, the lord of lords. He's the master of everything, the creator of the very universe, all right? I don't displace any of that. I don't put any of that down. But he is, by Christ's own voice, penned down in immortal scriptures, also allowed to be called by us, not just by Jesus Christ, but by us, our Father. Would you let that sink in for just a moment? We get to call God Almighty our Father. What a thought. You know, if he's our Father, then we are, of course, his children. And with that also comes some rights, some re responsibilities, yes, but some privileges as well. If we get to call him our father, then as it pertains to this topic and this area of prayer, that completely changes the dynamic. We are not some poor waif walking into a king's throne room, and though, please understand me, please understand the context with which I say this, okay? We are in front of the God, the perfect God of all eternity. Yes, we are exactly what I'm describing here. But as it pertains to the family of God, and that good old song, I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God, right? 
as it pertains to that, we are his children. And the Bible elsewhere speaks of if a, if a child asks, for their fa- asks of their father some good things, will a father in return give them bad things? Will they be given a, a scorpion or serpents in return for a loaf of bread that they're asking for? Absolutely not. Think about the fact that we get to go to, as the Bible says, our father and commune with him. One of the reasons I bring this to light is one, to hopefully maybe change the dynamic and change the paradigm with which you approach prayer. It's not just this letter to Santa Claus where we list all the things that we want. No, it's a much more tight-knit relationship than that. It's not of a lackey or of a, of a far-off um, uh, um, um, citizen that's requesting some, some grace from their liege lord, from, from, the, from the master of their domain. It's that of a child going to their father. Let's bring it down to brass tacks. I think of my daughters. And when they scrape their knee, and they come running, every once in a while they do me the pleasure of not just running straight to their mother, sometimes they'll even come to daddy. And they've hurt themselves, maybe through their own foolishness, as children are often wont to do. And they come running to me, their father, to be comforted. All of a sudden, whatever I was looking up on my phone, or whatever's on the TV screen, or whatever was previously occupying my attention, suddenly seems so distant and unimportant because... My daughter needs me. My child has requested my presence and my attention. Daddy, maybe with tears in their eyes. Have you ever, spiritually speaking, scraped your knee? Or maybe you've absolutely ate the asphalt. You have absolutely just ground. I remember back in the day, I won't tell you which family member it was, we were going, uh, uh, they were jumping bikes. You know how kids do that. And one family member went over the front of their handlebars and absolutely made hamburger out of their face in the gravel. Not good. I think of that, and I think of how often I've made a mess of my life. And I think of the fact that I have the opportunity, the privilege, to go to my Father, Heavenly Father, and say, God, here's a bunch of broken pieces. Stained with tears. I can't put them back together. Can you help me? And because I'm his child, all of a sudden, everything else seems to fade away. And I am the center and focal point of my father's attention. Have you ever gone to God that way? Or do we take our problems everywhere else? Our father. I don't know if your life right now is in the middle of one of those skinned knees on concrete situations. I hope not. But if you're anything like me, then you will be at some point. Could I encourage you to go to your father with that need? Or maybe you just want to, as my girls will sometimes do. I'm sure it'll stop in some years as they get older. I hope it never does. But sometimes they'll just come over to me when I'm sitting on the couch and they'll crawl up in my lap and just snuggle with dad for a second. 
one day they'll be too big and they won't want to do it anymore. But while they're three and five and they want to just jump up in my lap, I'm going to soak up every minute. Can I encourage you to never get too big for your father's arms? I wonder what it does to the Heavenly Father when instead of bringing him all your problems, you should bring him your problems, but instead of just bringing him your problems, you go to him and say, God, through prayer, I just want to spend a few moments with you. You might be more apt to do so when you see him as your father. We're going to continue our discussion on prayer in the coming days on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Thank you for listening. Have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.